Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you can always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free And welcome to Katie's Crib. As you guys know, I really like to do episodes about stuff that I need to know about. And so this episode is all about year one milestones. We are really circling my son Albie's first year birthday. And I am, you know, trying not to freak out. Um, So what we're talking about is like the first mile to the first steps to the first words. And we're going to talk about some developmental and physical growth stuff that happens during this amazing and absolutely insane first year. Um, And we're also going to talk about some of the important things to look out for. And also, very importantly, how to enjoy the special and awesome moments in the first year of your child's life. Today, I'm super stoked. We have amazing guests. We have the wonderful and amazing pediatrician who I've been working with very closely and texting nonstop in New York City while I'm here doing um, Waitress. Uh, She is a pediatrician by the name of Dr. Danielle Taylor. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. (laughs) She is amazing. Um, And then we also have Nicolette Robinson, who is running a little late because... I guess subways are crazy in New York and we are super far downtown, so she'll be entering in a little bit. And then a very good friend, Jamie Stetler, who literally was driven to high school by my husband. Adam drove me to high school. (laughs) Grew up around the corner for me and here we are now. And Jamie and I have known each other for years. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, how old is your daughter? Sunny is 15 months. 15 months. Almost 16 months. And... I can't even imagine getting to that place at like a year. Like, I'm like, what? What's going to happen now? This is so insane. And um, 
Dr. Danielle Taylor, who we'll just call Danielle now, right? Perfect. Okay, great. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. We came to meet um, through an actor in Waitress, the musical. I seriously, Albie had a cold and cough for the 50 millionth time, and I needed a pediatrician to reach out to. So I'm practicing uh, the faculty practice at Columbia University, so I work for Columbia. Um, And it's just, you've been there. It's a little small shop and we see patients and we have fun and we see babies and um i've been practicing for 14 years wow um yeah, and you're a mom yourself i am i have two children i have a 11 year old see i forgot to and a 13 year old 11 and 13 someone asks like another month goes by exactly. yeah well now you're in years so right. I guess so we easier. still forget that. Or kind of easier. Who even knows? <laughs> um, so let's start with you, um, Dr. Taylor, Danielle. So when you come in for your like the one year checkup is like this big thing. Are there actual real like milestones that you're looking for? I mean, I think it's important to um, know that milestones Developmental milestones have big ranges. So what some child, what one child will do at nine months, another child will do at 15 months. And we don't care when it happens. It makes everybody crazy. Oh, my God. This makes me feel so much better. <laughs> See, I told you this podcast was just very selfish. <laughs> and it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's a party trick. It doesn't mean anything special to us if they do it at nine months versus 15 months, as long as they're progressing. <sighs> Brilliant. Because I literally went to a baby class here in New York and there was a mom whipping out flashcards to her nine month old and the baby could like touch her nose and touch her head and do all these things, which like Albie has <laughs> like no, party. nowhere near like his uh, no party tricks. Not really. So I was like, of course, you just go into freak out land. Um, now, did you feel a lot of pressure, um, Jamie, when your daughter turned one like about these milestones like have you felt like she was crawling by a certain age or she was not speaking yet or things like that well what's so interesting about Sunny is that she was walking at 10 months like hardcore walking what well but here's the thing is that she never crawled so when <gasps> everyone else was crawling she would always just kind of stand there like she wanted to be a big girl and she just she stood there and so when she's walking everyone's like i can't believe she's walking i can't believe she's walking but now all of her friends are starting to have all these words and she says mama and dada and like that's it hey so there's like, two <laughs> but so it's like some people do some things faster right. and some do others. And so for us, it was more like she seems super ahead at certain things, but she's also like a lot bigger than all of her friends. And it was like, what does that mean? And and, and that's exactly how it goes. So so they sometimes will work on one skill, a verbal skill, and then the motor skills will kind of just stay where they are for a little bit. And then they'll work on that skill. So it really is a big range. Um, neither of my children crawled. They both started walking, uh, which is nerve-wracking at nine months when they're not crawling. Oh, my gosh. Like, literally, I, 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 Albie just started crawling. He's 11 months. He just started crawling, like, a week ago, and I've been having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> now, he's army crawled right. for months. But belly up? Uh, no. Okay. Not belly up. And I was having a heart attack Googling at three o'clock in the morning during my insomnia of like, why isn't my baby crawling? Because really, I think what motherhood and especially around this year milestone is so much about 
it's funny. It's like an acting career. It's like that compare despair thing, which you really don't want to do of like really measuring up your child all right. the time with when the other babies in class are doing things. Um, but he started crawling like a week ago, which is like super late. But I mean, I, I mean, but what are you going to do about it? Like, right. But it's like. <laughs> but then he has a thousand teeth, like a thousand <laughs> teeth. Why does he have so many teeth? I don't know. Um, I'm going to uh, interrupt really quick and we'll get back to this to introduce the amazing Nicolette Robinson, who Hi. is my new friend yes. and is currently playing Jenna in Waitress. Yes. I'm so sorry I'm late, you guys. Mama problems. I mean, I guess that's the. <laughs> that's it. And also you were starring on Broadway yesterday. Like I sing like 11 songs in the music and Nicolette sings 30 billion songs in the oh musical God. and care I think you're only off stage for one minute probably and your line before you leave the stage is I have to go pee <laughs> which I know Sarah Brell has put in there specifically so because she was she like you go can't pee. go two and a half hours uh-huh. without going to the bathroom yeah, yeah. um Hi, Nicolette. Hi. Hi, So tell us about you have a daughter I do she is 16 months oh same age same age. Yeah. And wait, so you just said, so wait, um, my daughter yeah, was all, I'm just hopping in, but like my daughter was so late and crawling as well and walking. She just started, she started walking like last month, like at 15 months, she started walking. And we're late though. No, it's not oh, late. It's right in there. Oh, it there is. It's only yeah. late because you see on Instagram Compared to everybody all else. the other kids that are walking. Exactly. And like, wait a second. All her friends were long before her, and we were just like, she's taking her time. And did you feel <laughs> chill about that? Like, are you good at like checking yourself of like, this is just when she needs to do it, and that's fine. Like, yeah. as long as the doctors aren't worried, I should not worry. Yeah, I think, I mean, every, you of course want your kid to like be ahead of the, ahead of the game always. You have this like internal competition always. But yeah, no, I mean, everybody was saying, you're lucky. Like, you don't have to run all over chasing her and this and that. So, I mean, but, but she also, she's, she's been ahead like in terms of like, words and yeah she's she's very more about like the the verbal and the and visual and seeing things and the movement she's been she's been chill she's but she hasn't been like anxious about it as long as she's not feeling you know upset or feeling (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly they do not care you're always so happy you don't care i know um can you guys really also uh I want to get into some more specifics with Danielle, the doctor, but also <laughs> ha- tell me about um, I know we're talking a lot about like physical milestones with babies and compare and despair. And I think you bring up a really important point, Jamie, that I think in this world of social media, it's gotten like so much worse. Like, I can't tell you how many friends that post the video of their baby's <laughs> first steps or the baby's mm-hmm. first crawl or the baby's first word or the first time the baby feeds themselves. And I go right into where does my baby measure up in that? Mm-hmm. And it sucks. <laughs> Like, oh, like you can't. Well, how can you not? It's uh, in your face all day, every day. God. And I'm doing it too. Like I'm 100% guilty. Like, of of you know, like you know, posting family photos to family and things like that yeah. of like the milestones that he's reaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and also size is a big like. Every time I get met, you know, Albie's really small. He's in the 17th percentile. Sunny is in the 99th percentile. Wow. And I'm sure oh, you feel crazy. concerned about that, and I feel concerned about him being small. 
Totally. And I'm completely clueless. I could not tell you in a million years. And that's, and that's actually the better way to be. <laughs> yeah. Really? You, well, no, but that must doctor. mean that she's like average. I have like, no like idea. She's normal. Uh, well, it's good. No matter what I say, people, so she's on the 20th percentile. That's great. Well, shouldn't she be on the 80th percentile? Well, she was on the 5th percentile last time. So we're getting there. It's yeah, all about progression. The, and your um, temperament, and I have to say this is so important with wh- whatever pediatrician you're working with, but so lovingly that I'm working right now with Dr. Danielle, that I feel like you always make me chill about it. Mm-hmm. Like when you were like, well, I'll be measuring in the 17th percentile. So you like... You know, I think you said something like, so whatever, he's not the biggest, he's not the biggest kid in the sandbox, but like, has he always been at that? And right. he, yes, he's always consistently growing right. and never dropping scarily below that. But you always make me feel at ease. Well, thanks for saying that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, so uh, I want to talk really quickly also about the one year like birthday party situation oh. that's going on now that we're at social media because <laughs> um, I'm in the midst of planning it oh. I definitely said I wasn't having one stressful <laughs> did you ladies have a big for one year birthday party and you as well for your uh, older I can't daughters? remember <laughs> oh see we're gonna put in all this work and you can't even remember I can't it. remember there was no social media back then and I can't remember my daughter's gonna kill me no she's not <laughs> oh she doesn't remember either she doesn't remember either um, Jamie did you have a big birthday party we did. I would have done it in my apartment, but I was like, the smallest number of people is like all of our immediate family. And I was like, there's not enough places for people to sit in our apartment for like the adults who are sure. coming. <laughs> and so we did it in the lounge of our building. Sure. So I was like thinking that that meant it would still be chill because it's like in our home, quote unquote. <laughs> but then it was like, did you invite this person? Did you invite that person? Right. And the list just kept growing and growing and growing. And Brian's like, what about this person I work with has a kid their age? And this person I work with, oh, and that person would love to come. The list kept growing. And at first it was like, we're just going to put some balloons up. <laughs> and then it was like, we need a theme. And then it turned into Sunny's first fiesta. Oh. <laughs> and then you were then you were cut to you told me you were making like Sunny's margaritas from scratch. <laughs> we made Sunny mini Rita. Oh, that. And oh. we got like the mini Patron bottles. And I like, and we got these colorful straws. Dude, that oh sounds like God. a dope party though. But yeah. it was like, well, I was like, I want to have a drink at this party. Of course. And so, and then it, it just, it was one thing after the other. And then I was like, the only thing I care about is the Momofuku birthday cake because it is the best cake. <laughs> oh, in the it's city. on my to do list because of you. Best cake Ooh. in the city. And everyone loves it. So I got that. And then you hear, what about a smash cake? Is there a smash right. cake for her? And I'm like, a smash cake? She's never even had cake. Exactly. What do you mean? Can you explain what the hell a smash cake is? It's a small, like, personal size cake just for her that she can do whatever she wants with. Mm-hmm. And that's usually smash, it. smash it. Okay, and, and I want to know what the statistics are of the babies that actually do it. Well, we put the I cake know. in front of her expecting her to, like, lose her mind Yeah, on go it. off. And she was like... What is happening? What is this thing? <laughs> so I start literally like stuffing the cake in her mouth. Oh. I'm like, I went and got this cake yesterday. Yeah, because it's all about us. So <laughs> exactly. I was like, you're going to eat the smash cake. It is here. I bought it. I got the smash <laughs> cake. And then she was like, uh, and then you could tell she was kind of like, all right, this tastes kind of good. And she had a couple bites and everyone's taking pictures of her. She looks horrified, oh, horrified. God. But it was like you do all these things because they're things that everyone tells you that you have to do. Did you feel like it was worth it? 
It was afterwards. Like when you look back through the pictures, you're like, I'm so glad I have these fun pictures with this beautiful color balloons and the little sunny Rita's like it's cute. And I'm glad that we did it. But a I will tell you the whole week leading up to it, I barely slept. I was so stressed out about it because it was one (laughs) thing after another. Like you got the balloons. Oh, and now where are we going to get this and where are we going to get that? And then the other thing I will tell you. And I don't like to like really give advice, but if you're going to plan a birthday party, have a human or two or three who do not have children who are there to help only help you like Mm. facilitate a party. Sure. Whether it's a babysitter, a nanny, a family member. Sure, sure, sure. My best friend Jess was there. God bless you, Jess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was like making the margaritas. I was like, make them strong. (laughs) Do you feel like you got tanked? Because that's what my dream is. <laughs> I was like drinking, but it's like there's just so, you know, like when you're in party mode, it's like a whole other. There's a lot of adrenaline. Sure. And then... I also feel like the one year birthday party. And I want to hear what you did, Nicolette, too. Mm. I also feel like the one year birthday party is it has it's just so much more for us totally. than it is for yeah. the baby oh, because one year old remembers nothing. Right. The one year old doesn't care. Yeah. And it's more, I think, just a celebration that you've made it to a year. And like you yeah. did it. And like that's why I, I think we have these images in our head of like, well, I wasn't going to do anything. But now I'm like, but I want to pat myself on the back and have a themed party and like yeah. congratulate myself and definitely have like one or five mimosas. Like, but then you realize all the pictures of all the first birthday parties that you've seen, how much went into those you don't realize until yeah. you do it and you're like how do people have the time and the money and the energy oh, for God. all of this did you have a big party in we did i mean I, of course it was stressful i mean we were trying to make it as chill as possible and my birthday is five days before hers and it was my 30th birthday and so we were like <gasps> big really whoa big milestones for mama yeah. and daughter yeah so so poor baby her birthday totally got on the back burner it was i mean like days before it we decided we had no theme we had no but we decided we were going to do it at my parents house and we were still in LA at the time I literally had found out days before that I had booked waitress musical on Broadway and that we were coming so it was like lots of craziness and excitement and I also had to fly to New York on her actual birthday to audition for, for the final callback for this and I was like devastated my How husband kept feel? it was so I mean I knew I what my family and my husband were reminding me was like, A, she's never going to remember. She's not going to know that it's even her birthday today. Right, and right. we're going to have a party for her on the weekend. Right. But um, for me, it was a good reminder to be like, I'm doing this for myself, which is also going to benefit her and her seeing that mama is like out there, get going to like do something she loves and she's going to be working and all that. So, you know, tried to keep it in perspective. What a huge like milestone for you on her one year birthday to like you're doing something for yourself, like on your for your career. It felt like finally like I mean, it had taken me an entire year to get to this place where I actually felt like I could do something for myself which I mean yeah, I'm sure you guys understand time leaving her no it wasn't I've I'd actually been doing like little work jobs that had taken me out of town a lot probably like a week was the longest I had been away and that's always so hard <laughs> but um but yeah if but I finally felt at the one year mark like I had kind of gotten a hold of motherhood in a in a way i mean we're still always i don't know how you guys feel like do you oh my god i don't even wait till she's 13 oh, oh my god, my god. I'm yeah so scared. 
<laughs> so did you end up having a big party last minute? It was just like a lot of family and friends and it was actually kind of chill and sweet and we did what you said. We hired our housekeeper to come and like help with, you know, cleaning up after, like with the food and this and that and and my parents were there and, and a good amount of people who don't have kids were there as well. So that was really helpful. It wasn't with two hands. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't too chaotic. We had, you know, in the house, we did we did ridiculously order like tables and chairs and balloons and I felt like I just spent this much money on oh party God. goods for a f- one year birthday <laughs> but like it's you crazy. do feel this pressure to do it yeah you just really do but it's I also, mean I definitely do and I was not gonna have one but you don't have to and, and, and part of it is also for for your friends and your family it's it's partially because I was I don't know about you guys but I was completely under a rock for a majority of of the beginning of her life and so it was more like let me and invite people over so they can see my daughter and I'm going to try and force myself to be more social and you know like it was a coming out party yeah coming out party and, and it is you're in, you're definitely in a fog that first year yeah I always say if you wear makeup at any point during the first year oh, do yeah. your pedi- pediatrician visit you get like extra points <laughs> I've never <laughs> worn makeup to a pediatrician visit. I'm going to say that on record right now. Whoa, my one year I wear makeup and like take a photo, it is one year pediatrician. But I'm going to, I mean, I will be mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Dr. Taylor, can you explain what a milestone regression is? Is that a thing? Oh, God, should we not even be talking about it? No, 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 we can talk. Well, so a milestone regression is um, just like it sounds. It's when you used to do something and you either don't do it anymore or you've plateaued. So you haven't advanced. We talked about ranges and always progressing. So a regression is when you either do something and stop doing it. Oh, interesting. Or, so babies can do that like they may have crawled for a week and then they don't anymore? Or You can do – I mean, there there's things that are definitely normal that can happen when you do that. Um, big life changes, moving to New York. Um, <laughs> That's when our sleep regression hit. It's sleep regression. And boy, did it sure. suck. Um, l- working on a new skill like we talked about. So if you'd been – if you'd been – you know, clapping your hands and now you're working on waving goodbye, you may not clap your hands anymore. So there's oh, interesting, normal interesting. things that can make it happen. Having another baby will do it sometimes. Whoa. Um, t- changing from the the baby room to the toddler room and daycare, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, the, and then there are regressions that we worry about, which are... So those regressions less... that you talk about aren't really ones to freak out about. No, not at all. Because they're normal reactions normal. to life environment. Exactly. And then what are the ones to worry about? Well, there, there's yeah. never one that to worry one. about. There's one that you bring to me. You bring all of them to me. And I say, you know what? You just had a baby. You just had another baby. So this baby kind of... Wants to go back a little bit. Or, you know, this didn't get a lot of sleep. Working on some language skills. Working on some new motor skills. So, um, and then if you say, you know, this baby's been cruising for 10 months. Never, I mean, hopefully it doesn't get that far. But didn't progress past that. Then maybe we investigate a little more. But it's never anything to, it's never anything to worry about. Do you find that moms with their first baby, like me, text you all the time, like a thousand questions, and then their second baby comes around and it's like, whatever? Yes and no. <laughs> okay, tell me. Um, yeah, does so, this ever, ever end? Yeah, does the like, neuroses and the anxiety if ever I only end? hear my mother saying, well, better end. to be safe than sorry. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it is endless. <laughs> I mean, I know that is true. It, hopefully, hopefully we've learned some stuff. Hopefully we've developed a relationship where um, you can rely on what I say and count on what I say. And, and you know me a little better with the second baby. Um, most of the questions, 90% of questions from a mom with a second baby start. So the first baby did this. The second mm-hmm. baby does this Comparing differently. babies to each other. Yes. It's different Twins. Oh, twins there we go. Yeah, right. Differently. Um, 
they do it in a different way, they did it in a different timetable, is that okay? And like I said, there's a range. Mm. So, of course, it's okay. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, Let's – I want to hear about how you guys felt the first time. Like, was it a big deal when your baby, like, first walked? Because, like, I haven't had that yet. You will. Oh, yeah. I will? You will. (laughs) Like, was it a big deal? It was Was it a big deal, like, if you were there or not there? Or, like, you got it on tape or you didn't? Because I'm – 100% 100% convinced I'm not going to be there. I wasn't there when she crawled and my family was terrified to tell me. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think they should tell you necessarily. Mm. Really? I, I, because I, because I told then my nanny why? to stop telling me stuff. Mm. Let me figure it out. Does it matter if they saw it first or you saw it first? Just let me let me like yeah. my husband had a full blown meltdown because we've both we're both in waitress right now. So the nanny's like, whoa, like <laughs> a lot of hours being logged. Yeah. Um, and she was in Central Park and she sent a photo with like white stuff all over his face. And my husband wrote, what's that? And she said, oh, I gave him ice cream. And I thought <gasps> my now oh, I no. secretly inside really kind of liked it because <laughs> I have given up a lot of firsts to my nanny. I went back to work when Albie was eight weeks old. Mm. Adam. This was his first of like sure. Adam's favorite dessert in the world is oh. ice cream. Oh. It's his everything. And the fact that the nanny gave it to him without Adam there was like mass pandemonium in my household. But I was like, okay, it's his first ice cream with her, but you're gonna have your you're gonna have your first ice cream with him and it'll probably be like a better flavor or it'll like be whatever way it is. Better. Yeah, or like, <laughs> you know, um you're definitely gonna capture it better because my nanny is, you know, she's wonderful, but she's she's not amazing at the um technological phone right. yeah, <laughs> photography. Right. Um so anyway, he faced his first like big miss out. Um, mm. You missed her crawling. Yeah, I did. But with walking, I literally caught it on video, which is crazy, which I don't I don't even know how. how? Well, my sister's my sister's really good with kids and she she works actually. She's getting her final hours and um, she has her master's in psychology and she works with kids under the age of three who are showing signs of autism, possibly or behavioral issues or sure. developmental developmental issues. So she's really good at like talking uh, teaching kids like just helping assisting with their development and so she was like holding Lucy my daughter's Lucy and she was holding her hand like basically like just had a finger for her to hold and my daughter was barely holding on to her but it was just more of a security blanket and so that was such an interesting I had never thought to do that Um, I mean it was more just like here I'm with you but she was basically walking by herself but just holding onto her fingers so I I grabbed the camera my phone and I was just um, recording it and eventually she just was continuing to walk alongside her and then she just like slipped her finger out of her hand and then there was she was walking (laughs) and then she did it one other time and then she basically didn't do it again for like a week (laughs) which is not a regression okay there you go (laughs) (laughs) that's normal yeah what about Sunny Sunny was like pushing things like never really crawled like I said so it was like she was pushing around her little loud walker thing that yeah. sings the most annoying songs <laughs> or she was pushing this wagon thing and so we knew it was coming and so I was always like phone out ready for it and then I got a couple of her first steps on camera and then the next morning because I'm on the 
local morning news here in New York. Yeah, you we are. Yeah, you are. We showed oh. it as like a breaking news. Oh, that's so cute. Sonny, that's so cute. Sonny Stelter's walking. And like the beauty of social media, I will say, because there's so much bad with like comparing and all of that stuff. I really have found that sharing a lot of those big moments, the comments at least, and who knows about all the people who aren't saying anything or whatever, but there's so much beauty in the support that you get and the cheering Mm, on. And even the times when I've asked a question, like when she was teething and I was like, I am losing my mind. Tell me every teething remedy you have ever had. Mm -hmm. And it's like, in those moments, social media is a beautiful thing. You have found it to be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This also, have you guys had uh, a milestone happen that has like brought you to tears? Because I, I've been like, he crawled, he army crawled, he did all this stuff. And like, it's just been like great. Like, yay, like he's doing it and totally fine. But when he got his first tooth, I sobbed. Like, I don't know why that is. And this is a really disgusting, hilarious story. But I called my mom when he got his first tooth. And I said, I can't believe I'm having this reaction. Like, (laughs) I, I also think it was probably just because he got his first tooth really early on. And I'm I was still a hormonal, insane person. And I think we're all going to look back at these first two years and realize we were all still insane, too. Like, I still think, like, I'm just... Like, I can't believe you and I are doing a Broadway musical in this state. Like, I just... It's really (laughs) insane. I'm so impressed with you because I told you, like, one year mark for me was really when I was, like, ready to come out of my little rabbit hole yeah thing no i think here. i'm gonna look back on everything i've done and it's gonna be like i don't think i was okay but you're anyway amazing. here we are yeah. it's for all of you guys to hear and judge so you're welcome <laughs> i think it's interesting the milestones that hit you and the ones that don't or sure. whether it's it comes on a certain day when you're particularly emotional it's not the actual milestone it's that's what's right. could yeah. be very true with you like when we lowered sunny's crib from like the high thing to like the full crib yep. and we put her down and she sat in there and at the time she looked tiny yeah. and it wrecked me i was like she looks like she's in a cage i don't think she's yeah. happy this isn't good and of course she was like so fine doesn't care <laughs> right but it was like the things that move you and you're like back in your own bedroom sobbing. sobbing. Right. My mom it. said I called her and I was like, he just got his first tooth and I just can't believe it. And I stuck my finger in there and Adam said he felt something. And then I put my finger in there and I felt it. And he has his tooth. And mom was like, so my mother. She was like, oh, I remember when I like lost my mind when you were growing up. And I said, what? What made you like sob? She was like, I had to exit and go to the bedroom and just cry when I saw that you had your first pube. <laughs> <laughs> It took, a, it took a while. <laughs> like, can you believe that? Like, she was like, that's what's marked in her brain is like her little daughter was like growing up. It must have been like changing out of a bathing suit or like God knows yeah. what. But she like saw some sort of like hair growing there. And she said she it. lost her mind. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's going to be a whole other thing we have to do. Oh, oh yes. God. So that's where you're at. That's Because you're in the teenage stage, which seems like a real nightmare. But I remember I don't remember crying with my daughter with milestones when I um, cut my son's hair for the first time Aww. because he looked like a big boy. And the baby curls came off. And, and he was over a year. He needed a haircut terribly. He looked really, really needed a haircut. <laughs> and no. the first time we cut his hair, I said, oh, he's a big boy. Oh I do remember God. that. And I cried in the 
cozy cuts for kids. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm not ready for the first haircut either. Um, so, uh, oh, what we were talking about with people missing them, like Serena Williams. Woo, woo, she tweeted that she wasn't there for her daughter's first steps. You know, like she took mm. her first steps and she was training, and she cried and she missed it. Like I'm and so scared all, Albie's going to walk and I'm not going to see it. But all the responses to that tweet were beautiful. Like, what did they say? Cheering her on. There were so many people that were like, she's going to walk again or you were making her so proud or wait till she sees yeah. what you were doing exactly. oh, yeah. on the day when she took a first step, which by the way, like, do any of you know when you took your first step? Because like, no. I don't. Oh, no idea. I, I honestly, yeah, I don't even, I was talking about this with my husband the other day. I was like, what when do you remember when your first memory was because mine for sure wasn't until i was like at least two and then probably after that like way later i was i was was a five or six yeah Yeah. oh yeah like i've maybe one memory when i was like barely walking but like that's it your parents probably remember (laughs) yeah and i do tell people when they're worried about milestones and when people when they reach them i said ask your mother ask your mother-in-law when did you do that invariably it's going to be early Mm -hmm. or late and it, it'll and it and genetics being what they are, they do reflect. Um, and we have to kind of remember that we all are sitting here and we all poop on a toilet exactly. and we all sleep through the night. And right. I say and that we're going to be okay all the time. I'm like Brian, have you ever seen an adult like aside from medical problems yeah. of some kind? Like no one's crawling to work. Like, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> you know, right? Everyone's we're going to get there. Feel like crawling to work. like at some point we're going to be okay. Um, have you guys found? Like any books or um, apps or anything like that to be like super helpful um, in this sort of arena? Like is there something in the first year of having your baby that you like couldn't live without? Like I um, I really love this book called The Conscious Parent, um, which is just a wonderful reminder to me always, I think also in milestones with this compared despair thing that like – the book is very much about how the baby is here to teach me stuff and I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to teach him stuff. And the baby's here to, I mean, this is a little L.A. woo-woo, but whatever. <laughs> he's the, he's here to make me a better person and me take me to another plane of mm-hmm. consciousness, so to speak. And so I try to remind myself that when I'm sitting here trying to measure up his milestones and when he's supposed to walk and when he's supposed to talk and all this stuff is to just really – let him be and that he's here to teach me when I what I'm supposed to talk and walk and how I'm supposed to talk and walk. <laughs> um, have you guys found anything to be super helpful in your year? Like, is there an app that like at the beginning, when you're pregnant, there's all these apps about like at this month, this is happening and this month and that is happening. But and then you, you don't get on your phone for the next year. So nobody really. That's the recommendation. <laughs> is it not to not Google this shit? Mm. Um, I think that. The breastfeeding apps are helpful because I'm going to ask you in the first visit how many peas and poops there are. And you're going to have to look at your paper or but there's an app, the breastfeeding. but there's an app for that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a good one. Yeah. Glow. I use like, yeah, you when you at the beginning, mm-hmm. when you're really making sure that there are wet diapers right. and poopy diapers and because that's the yeah. way you can tell they're not dehydrated and they're eating exactly. and things are going in and things are coming out, which I also actually still use when he's sick. Oh, okay. like um, if he has a cold or a cough or something like I know it's not red alarm alert, holy shit problem area. Like if my nanny and I are like, well, he he's had, you know, a lot of pee diapers today and his poop is normal. And how many times? Because, you know, that it's just like a cold and a cough and we're not like mm-hmm. dehydrated right. or something like that. Um, I literally just checked my phone and I 
I deleted them all. I was just so. <laughs> I was like, you got to the one, one year mark. Like, you were like, fuck get this. Me, get these off my phone. <laughs> just like, I, was, I don't remember the name of the apps for me. The but I. Baby mm, on the Block is a good one. The Happiest Baby, baby on the Block. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the yeah. five S's. Or, That's great, Dr. Carp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I used the And new. he has a toddler book as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, he does? Yeah. You use the snoo? I, I used the snoo, like, for the first four or five months of her life. And it this snoo, so you guys so know, much. is a crib designed by Dr. Carp that's essentially like a baby nurse. The crib senses when the baby wakes up and just kind of gently shakes the baby, which mimics how the baby feels In the womb. inside the womb so that mm-hmm. the shock... After they come out to just like kind of having to sleep silently by themselves yeah. and not be comforted. Yeah. It's great. It was great. But yeah, I, I also the happiest toddler on the block. Happiest That's what it is, right? Yeah. I'm my mom I'm the worst with that stuff. Like I literally have like I love 20 how chill books. you are. I feel like you're chill. No, Thank yeah. God you're hanging I'm hanging out with you and where you from. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm not chill. I mean, I I am way more chill now. I had so much anxiety in the like beginning phases. And I also like completely had the worst, most horrible time with breastfeeding. I had to stop at five weeks with her. Oh. And so like I had just, you know, eventually I think it was partially just me being like, screw all this. I yeah. can't deal with it. I can't deal with the pressure. And I still had the anxiety. And, you know, in L.A. called d- d- called my pediatrician all the time. I haven't bothered you too much yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I but I, I have a zillion books that I've never picked up. But my mom is good with that stuff. And she she was helpful with The Happiest Toddler. The, the like the biggest thing I think that helped me because sometimes you're dealing with this with your child and they're doing new things and you're like, I have no idea like behavioral wise because they don't know the difference at this age that they're doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. But how do you, sometimes they know, sometimes they know. (laughs) Yeah. But like, even with like when she would get really frustrated and get upset, she, she kind of went through this phase where any, any little thing that went wrong, if she dropped something or if she was pointing at something and you couldn't, you know, you didn't understand what she was doing. She was just having a trouble, having trouble with communicating. And she just got really frustrated real fast. She would just start crying or yelling immediately. And so my mom read this like a tantrum? It wasn't a tantrum. It was just like a lot of noise and a lot of (laughs) just like, ah. I don't know. Maybe but it's you because know, it's, you and your husband are singers. She's got a pipe. I mean, she <laughs> loves And that's how she expresses oh, herself. No, no, because no. She's like, well, mom and dad sing all the time. She'll be in her crib and just like making sounds and singing stuff like by herself for, for like a full hour before she takes her nap. She'll just, wow. yeah. But that's another thing. But But for when she couldn't communicate, my mom read somewhere that you like that was helpful for us. I don't know if it works for everybody, but you know, if she was upset, Oh, you identify, I know you're feeling Lucy's feeling frustrated or you're feeling sad. Let's talk about, you're feeling sad because I know you want this toy, but right now you can't have it, but you feel sad. And just like acknowledging the feelings yeah, that she's exactly what I tell people yeah. to do. It can Interesting. You go down to their eye level mm. and say, I understand you don't want to leave the park yet. You're mm. having a really good time, but it's time to go. Yeah. And it'll, You'll still get the crying, but it'll probably be at a you know seventy sixty percent, which is huge. Um, right, it's being heard versus like just really shoving down their throat what yeah. needs to be happening right now. Which no, is why well, language Nanny used to important. say when Sunny was crying, she would be like, "Sunny got really angry," and Brian and I would always laugh and be like, "She's." assigning these full-on like adult (laughs) emotions to her and for a while we thought it was like the funniest thing in the world that she would 
talk about her like she was an adult. Mm. But after a while, like she was slowly teaching us. And now we've all caught on how important it is that like though she does have real emotions and that you should be talking to her that way and that she responds to that so well. It's not just like, oh, she's crying. When is the baby going to stop crying? Sure. Yeah, because they're babies, we think that they like don't understand as much, but it is incredible how much they understand what we're saying. And (laughs) if you can just like communicate with them, they actually, they can't communicate back as well, but they really do understand so much. All part of the language milestones like narrating and all that kind of thing that's why reading is so important to them and you can read your scripts you can read oh i run lines with abby like all a dang time just do it with a (laughs) sing-song voice do with a sing-song voice do it with a nice gentle like you're reading you know the the best storybook ever but it can be anything Hmm. and they love it I was so worried because Adam and I were on vocal rest so much because we're Broadway singers now, which is really hard and scary. And um, there were so many days where he would look at me like, Mom, why are you moving your face so much and like not talking? Because I got really sick. It was crazy. Like, oh, my God, you guys, Broadway, real deal. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, 
peanut butter M&Ms because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. So let's talk about um, phases and when things are supposed to end or start or move on. Because you did mention, Danielle, like that there are windows, which for some reason that word feels much better to me. (laughs) Um, You know, Mm. than like I think about like the due date. Like I wish it was like a window. Mm. So, you know, Um, can you tell us like are doctors really looking at phases of when things start or end or – Windows. We do look at windows. So a walking window, you know, would be nine months to 15 months, 16 months. And like I said, if you're progressing and you're right there and you're holding onto a finger, but you just don't want to let go because that's, you know, they come here a certain way. That's your temperament. So possibly they can walk, but they just are feeling a little hesitant. Or you have the child that is really motivated to walk and they're and they're going full on. Um, so I think if... If you're ever concerned, you know, we we can always do evaluations and always tell your pediatrician, you know, I know you said not to worry, but I am worried. So let's make me not worry. Mm. And that's always an appropriate thing to say and question to ask. Mm. Um, So there are there are windows and talking, you know, we want at a year, maybe mama, dada or the dog's name or that, that, which they say for everything when they're pointing at stuff. Mm. We more want them to understand you. So if you say, where's the cat or where's the dog? You know, that's also language. Mm -hmm. Sign language is also language. Um, So there are different ways to communicate um, and there are different ranges. Um, Or they're like not saying words. Again, guys using Katie's crib for personal (laughs) benefit. Um, If he's like not saying words, but you're like, where's my baby? And he points to himself or like, where's my, you know, that's communicating. He can he's hear. Understanding, he like, can hear. He understands what you're saying. He knows he's the baby. He just doesn't feel like saying it. He also can't want it too bad. I always <laughs> say, I'm always like, don't make she, them perform. No, yeah. like she will do it when she wants to. Yes. Like she yeah. knows. Like I always feel like she has all these words, and she's looking at us like you want it too yet. badly. Yeah. Not oh my yet. gosh, my cousins' kids, twins, they didn't speak until they were almost like three years old and now they are just they are chatty and just i mean and it, it just we were nervous about it but were totally they sent fun. through I think the ringer also, with tests were they speaking to each other they like i think in their own sort of yeah. like twin sort of communication way they were kind of just communicating with each other and a lot of sounds but not yeah, words. they weren't speaking, and we were all so nervous. And now they're they're like they're completely fine. They won't shut up. Yeah, they yeah. chat all the time. So sweet. I would and... lose my mind. Oh yeah. See, this kid would, is so probably, here that, to. That's out of the range, but it's that's far. <laughs> but it's yeah. still okay. Yeah. But like, it's still okay. Right. Yeah. Now they're that's fine. what's you know, it's just very like. It, this is such an everyday lesson, and just I mean, for me personally, just the anxiety of it. You know, like it's he may crazy. be saving it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to say seven words at 18 months. Yeah. Um, can we go around and say if there's any advice that you would have for, I know, I know it's high pressure. Mm-hmm. It can be multiple things of just like 
whatever you would want to say, either about milestones or about anything that you wish you had known in the first year and change of your kids' lives or you as a doctor? Like, Yeah, I, I guess for me, I would just remind parents that it gets easier. <laughs> it does? <laughs> it does. I mean, it's still, of course, I'm sure it's like always hard. I'm, I'm sure you can <laughs> attest to that. But for me, the first the first year was for sure, I mean, and talk to me in like two years and we'll see how I feel. But if, it was really, really challenging. Yeah, but for you me. feel like it's easier for you now than it was when she was oh, yeah. in, in, within that year mark. Oh, yeah. That's great to hear. Now that she can like sort of communicate and she can walk and she sleeps through the night and you know and she's eats had food she's, that isn't relying on you regular food and she's had she has teeth now so i know that she mostly can like chew everything up and um, and she's had her fair share of colds which scared the crap out of me mm. and now i don't get quite as freaked out so i guess it's just like a, i just have a little less anxiety and i'm not so freaked out about you know germs and this and that. i mean i'm i'm still definitely yeah. like have my share of no, but I think my, my doula who was on the um was a guest on one of the episodes, Rebecca Beninati, she says your mom muscle just got stronger. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's just a muscle that you didn't have before yeah. and in the first year it's really tested. You do a lot of reps. You, <laughs> you have know a what better I mean? handle on it all and you just Yeah. So it just gets just trust that it gets easier and you can do this and we're all on our own path. But we all can support each other and and understand the <laughs> the challenges and the and the the wins as well. Yeah, Jamie, that was beautiful. <laughs> she is going to cry. A beautiful on the inside out. <laughs> Everybody, come check her out in Waitress the Musical on Broadway. She's playing Jenna as well as Katie Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like to go back to the phases thing. We always say now everything is a phase. The good stuff and the bad stuff. That, oh, like this too shall pass. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. Because undoubtedly there's like a new habit. Like now she, when she is done eating, we've taught her. I tried to teach her a bunch of sign language words. The only one that's really caught on is all done. Which Great. Which one on the mm -hmm. podcast can see. But like she does this. <laughs> it's, and it's kind of like jazz hands. Yeah. Sort of it's sort of a form of like she kind of starts clapping for herself like all done. But Right before that, because when I realize she's getting close to it, I have to move fast because she starts throwing the food off the tray and it's like everything will just she's done. Get it off the tray. I'm done. So that's when I'm like all done. And my daughter so, throws food too. throws food like unbelievable. Yeah. But we we look at each other and we kind of laugh and we're like in two weeks from now, this won't be a thing. Yeah. Everything that's a thing was only a thing so briefly. And then it's either we taught her not to do something, but in most cases they just sort of grow or phase out of it. And then you're on to the next thing. You know, like when she was teething, we're in sort of a weird break from teething. I feel like there's probably more coming too yeah. soon. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but for a while Oof. it was like she wakes up every night at the same exact time and like screams her head off. Yep. And it was like, I was when is this phase going to mm -hmm. be over? And so... I think that in some ways right now, while I'm with all adults, I can say like that's helped to calm me a little bit. Oh, my God. I think that's huge to yeah. remember. Like you're this shit show you're only in until there's either like a break and a lapse and a joy. And then there's like another new shit show. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> so it's sort of just like hang on, like whatever is happening, like <laughs> hang on, it's like the next like good thing will come. That's great. It reminds me so much of my labor because I was like, oh, my mantra was when a contraction would come, would say, I would say, this is only temporary. <laughs> this is only temporary. Over and over again until it would pass. And Good then I was like, you. check, please. Where's the epidural? Thanks so much. C-section. Oh, yeah, bye-bye. Yeah. Um, that's hugely helpful, Jamie. Yeah. And a good or both of these are very good reminders to me. Yeah. And Danielle. Um, I'm going to say the non-pediatrician thing and Ooh. say, um, Take care of yourself. <gasps> yeah. A lot of snapping for that. Oh Wear makeup to your point. No, <laughs> take care. Of, take care of your relationships. Oh yes. God, snaps take that. Care. Good lord. Wait, my husband is pressuring me to go away with him and leave the baby. Go away with oh, your husband and leave it. the baby. You got to do, do it. it. It's huge. Oh, you got to do it. Um, because because it passes, as you said, and when it's gone. You you're still yourself, so you you and you're you still have hopefully have your relationship, which hopefully it's still there. Um, Oof, I just got a goose. <laughs> but I think it's really important because I do see that kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly in the office of stuff. When when moms put too much into their children, and obviously you can't put too much, but you can forget about yourself, and it really is important to take care of yourself. 100%. I just got so many goosebumps. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. It is. It's, it's so, so hard. hard to, like, make the time for yourself to go to a workout class, oh, to please. go away I'm with your husband. Never heard of it. Never I mean, heard of it. I never heard of it. Take a shower. If your baby's crying, <laughs> I down take tears. a shower. They're going to be crying when you get back, or they won't be crying. Great. Yeah. And you'll be but clean. But the guilt of, like, if you have a free moment or whatever, you're like, well, I, sh I should just be with my baby. Like, it's so, like... I mean, a date with Adam? Yeah, right. Like, ne like, especially like on this Broadway schedule, it's like we get one day off a week. So I make sure that the, the date consists of Adam and I putting the baby to bed. But like, yeah. I mean, it's like, but again, this is a phase. It's a phase. This is a phase. Mm -hmm. And at the I mean? end of the day, Albie's going to grow up. Yep. And you'll be you and Adam will have this your relationship. Is, this could be a whole other episode too, oh, because my yeah. I, yeah my um I think someone said. My, I love my sister-in-law. We're very, very close, and she's a w incredible mother. But they have this joke about her um, husband. That's like he's always like, "Well, they're gonna leave, and then you're gonna. It's just gonna be me and you, honey." And <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god! Like what a reality!" <laughs> <children went> <laughs> you're like, "Oh crap!" They're, I mean, if we do our jobs, yeah, and we do a great job, yeah, these babies are gonna leave, and they're gonna be independent. Yeah, and these yeah. milestones the of, goal. of school the goal. or getting a job or moving out, the goal and these real big milestones, these life ones that they will remember, will be them growing up and growing out of us. And then he's left. Yeah. And then he, he wouldn't go on a trip with them for 18 years. Yes. <laughs> my, my children went to sleepaway camp this summer, two wow. weeks and three weeks. And it was like, oh, he, you're still here. We should probably do something. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been so wildly helpful. That was a wonderful tip of advice, Danielle. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Danielle and Jamie and Nicolette, I cannot thank you for your wise words and making us laugh because really that's also very important. Um, thank you so much, you guys, for tuning into Katie's Crib and talking about milestones. Bye. Bye.